Hey guys, it's Chris Catalyst, Chris Corrales of Medicine Evolution. Let's talk about coming out of chronic pain. Chronic pain can happen like maybe post-surgery, post-injury, or even just throughout life from living. Chronic pain often boggles people's minds. And yes, there can be um, multiple reasons, or we might look through, might search different ways, different modalities, things to do that can change that pain. I want to talk about one of the big ones in my perspective. I think that definitely there's a way to change pain through nutrition. But another big one, if not the first and second, is through movement. Movement has a massive influence on the brain, which is the main place where we, you know, where our bodies are interpreting the pain or the signals that come up through the body. And so getting movement in, and specifically, not just movement, not just any movement. If it was that easy, we'd all, there would be no chronic pain. But I want to talk about one type of movement in particular, what I call counter-movement, which is the name of my system of movement, and it's quite simple. Sometimes not always easy, but pretty simple as a concept. Counter-movement has to do with breaking habits, specifically in going in a different direction than we are used to going into. Doing things different, being creative in our um, movement constructs. This is huge for the brain. It changes the maybe neural signature which is uh, pain is a pattern of our neural signatures, neural signatures, right? The, it's interesting that we, that the, that the brain is uh, the organ, major organ that we almost studied last. Um, yeah, I know it takes different tools, you know, it's in a deep, dark vault, um, but it's where so many uh Things are happening, right? Could be thoughts, memories, uh, fears, anxieties, uh, emotions, hormones. All sorts of things are going on in the brain. But we want to change, essentially we want to change the brain if we're going to change pain. And again, doing that through movement. What I see in most people who have chronic pain or recurring injuries is that they will do things, they will do the same thing over and over and over again. So, for instance, a person who works at a desk and tends, and tends to slouch, they don't only slouch over their desk but they might even slouch when they're on their commute home from work, 
or when they're eating dinner and they're watching TV. You can probably name a whole bunch of other times when slouching is comfortable. Slouching is easy. Slouching is the normal thing to do. Everybody's doing it. But why don't they feel pain? Well, who knows? They, they might be. But the point is, we need to change things. We need to change what we're doing with our bodies. And we need to change them, not in terms of like, one, doing things different once, or even once a week, going to a practitioner of some sort who can, you know, their treatments, you think that their treatments are can get you out of pain. I'm not so sure, or I don't have very much hope in treatments anymore. I have a lot of hope in people who are effective with their treatments, but not treatments. Treatments in, in and of themselves, or even how we're, th- we're taught in our schools, I don't feel like that's the most effective thing to, or I don't, I, don't, I wouldn't want to make my decision of who is going to help me out of pain by simply looking at their resume of what they went to school for. I wouldn't trust a Rolf structural integration practitioner. I wouldn't trust a massage therapist or a chiropractor or an acupuncturist just because they have a certificate. I think what's most important is the person behind the work. Who are they? Can they see things different? Are they just trying to impose on you a set of techniques, a protocol of exercises, a perspective that is exclusive to their modality? That's an interesting topic, right? There was a point in time when I started to really study and dive into neuroscience where the question was posed, why do we have all these different modalities, chiropractic, acupuncture, massage, PT? Why do we have all these different modalities that claim that they can help pain or that have helped pain, but they have different theories? Well, how would a person know which theory is better or which theory is for them? Which modality is better? Which modality is for them? And that's where I, again, my answer would be, it's not so much about the modality. It's a whole bunch about the practitioner. And it's a whole bunch about how the practitioner applies their modality. Because each modality can be pretty powerful or maybe even not effective, just mostly depending on how the person can apply what they know of the technique. For instance, we all drive cars, but we don't all drive cars on a racetrack while other cars are racing. But if you... You know, so if he pitted me against a race car driver, he'd definitely win. So it's not about the vehicle, the modality, 
the treatment style that we choose as practitioners or as as clients it's it's really about the practitioner and how well they know their practice how well do they know their art how well do they know things like neuroscience where it's not so much about the theory of acupuncture that makes acupuncture work. Why is that theory different than a chiropractic theory? Should they actually have their own theories? Or is there one mechanism, just like there's one anatomy of the body? Whether you go to China, Africa, Europe, America. I'm not discrediting any techniques, but I am saying that most techniques actually utilize uh, similar mechanisms to make things happen. Now, not all, and some of them cross over or they share the same techniques. But what's really important to me in terms of like how do you find a good practitioner is how much how much neuroscience have they studied? How much of the new pain um, science have they studied? Because once you start to study that, you see that any of these modalities can be very effective. You also see that None, none of them is, almost none of them is more effective than the other. But there are so many other factors that play into helping a person out of pain. So many more than even just the modality and the practitioner practice, practicing the modality. But how the person interacts with you, what they wear, the office space, what you believe in them, what has affected you, maybe in a deep way, something a long time ago, or maybe a very influential person as of recent. There are so many different ways, so many different mechanisms to change, to change pain. It's important to know a little bit about that. But the single most important thing that you can use to get out of chronic pain is movement. What specific movement? New, novel, different movement that breaks your habits of, of moving. So that's what I have to say. I hope that's helpful. Chris Catalyst of Medicine Evolution.